I'm Lindsay with Wild Root Flower Company. And I'm Shannon from Bloom Hill Farm. Over the last six years, we've leaned on each other as we grew our farms into the profitable six-figure farms they are today. We want you to join us each week as we have real, honest conversations about life and business. And we promise you'll leave feeling inspired and your farming toolbox will be filled with actionable strategies you can implement at any stage in your business. Learn from our mistakes as we talk business, marketing, and growing techniques to help you create the farm of your dreams. So let's roll up our sleeves and get the dirt on flowers. Hello. Good morning. Morning. We're up bright and early recording this morning. (laughs) Yes. Trying to squeeze some in before we head off to Boston. Yeah. This is, I don't know. I kind of like this hour. I operate better at this hour anyway. Yeah, me too. It's a lot of quiet, which is nice for me. Yeah, yes, I yeah, get a lot. for sure. Mm-hmm. So um, I have to tell you, I went to the grocery – I went to the Kroger's yesterday to yes. take them flowers. Um, oh, good for yeah, you. Okay. I got, I got and- shut down <laughs> again. <laughs> um, and I – so the the – conversation we're talking about today just really ties yeah. into how I was feeling yesterday. Um, I I was okay. He made me carry the flowers back out of the store. I gave them like two buckets. I know. They were gorgeous too. So we I, were making bouquets. Sure they were. Yes. Yeah. And I was I had been in Kroger's and I was grocery shopping and I was looking at their flowers. I'm like, you know, this is like prime time for me to go back in there, just reintroduce myself to them. And um yeah, it was um, it was a good mental exercise in yeah. just really believing in what I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, you know, every time I've been into these bigger chains, they sort of shut me down. But I'm like, it just fueled me a little bit. I had a little meltdown. I cried, sure, um, in my car, and then that's okay. Yeah, because it was like the shock of like having. Yes, I almost felt embarrassed carrying the flowers back Aww. out. I know it's okay, yeah. but what I got to do then was like go down to my favorite shops downtown. I like went, gave them flowers, you know, and I Mm -hmm. was able to, um, you know, refocus that thought and just be like, okay, how do I reapproach this? I'm going to go back to him later. Um, Mm -hmm. maybe I need to find corporate, you know? So Mm -hmm. it, it, it's still, it was like sort of this like, you know, feeling, um, and he really, I, I surprise attacked him too. So he was like real irritated, like who's this young girl? Um, and it took him like, you know, about two minutes to kind of warm up to me, but, um, oh, yeah, geez. I know. You know it, okay. We, we should have a whole episode on grocery. Cause I can tell like, this is our first year at a grocery store, a grocery chain that has, um, uh, 16 stores and it, it was a battle. I mean, getting in there, it really was. And we got turned down a lot. But I just kept going, and honestly, it's like, and we'll talk about this a little bit, you know, one day when we have an episode on selling to florists, but it really is changing the way that they do things is so hard. That is what we're dealing with, like a lot of growing pains. They're just like, all they want to do is just place their easy peasy order and not have to do anything extra. They're just like on autopilot. So I think sometimes, and I'll tell you this, Lens, you know, even as your friend, but the reason that you were rejected was nothing that had to do with you. It was everything to do with them. Yes. If you mm. look at these replete trash. Yeah. I'm like, oh. I'm like, oh my God, what are you even selling? 
Yeah. Yeah. And he, I knew, so the previous times that I had gone in mm-hmm. there, you know, I was still working off the farm and mm-hmm. I was always going in in February. Well, I didn't have anything to show him. Yes. You know, I was, the last time I went in, the guy said, well, you got to jump through a lot of hoops. And I said, I'm good at jumping through hoops. You know, I'm, I'm like, <laughs> Just tell me, tell me. I did yes. hurdles in high school. Okay. Like just tell me what I need to do. Um, but it's you're you're exactly right. Cause it's mm-hmm. like I've noticed they have a buying buying pattern and yes. a habit. And I am a bump in that habit, you know, in yes. that pattern to them. So it's like to require that effort to um for them to buy from somebody new, have a different mm-hmm. supplier, whatever. He's like, we normally just um, you know, buy from this other wholesaler they named. And I'm like, yeah, I get that. Um, yeah. you know, and, and I said, you know, I'm big enough now to supply the region. So we, in yeah. our region, that region is five. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's, you know, I have the capability to do that. I thought just get that going. Cause it's probably going to be a whole year before yeah. they even oh, yeah. say, Yes, but and e- even when they do say yes, I mean it's like a slow warm up because they aren't even used to having you. So they're like, "Oh, well, we'll take one bucket," you know, mm-hmm. the store. And I'm like, "What? What am I doing for one bucket?" But then they get your flowers in, and then they're like, "Oh my gosh, people love these! They're like the only flowers we sold all week." And I'm like, oh, that's amazing. So it's like they don't even know what they're missing out on. And they're always like, oh, well, we have vase life problems with local flowers. I'm like, that there's no way that is true. So I you have to like prove prove them wrong. And it's a process. And um, you're gonna take extra effort on their part. And it's hard. It is so hard. But just you just keep harassing, and you'll get it. And you know what? It's about finding the right person. Mm-hmm. finding the right champion who's going to be like, wow, these are just like so beautiful. And then they're going to have to do the work on their end to get you. Mm-hmm. And it's hard. Yeah. It's hard to find that person. Yeah. It was like, I could tell even just the annoyance of being like a sales. Right. I felt like very salesy when I went in there, but yes. I'm like, I don't care. Cause I carried these things. Everybody, you know, even walking in people were like, yeah. wow. wow. And, um, yep. it, it's like, I, I just stood in my feeling of like, I know what I want out of this, you know, and, and yes. the value that it would bring. But yeah, I think you're right. Just finding that right person that will be kind of an advocate for you with that. It's like, yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it's like, because even for us with the grocery chain that we're working with now, the guy like three years ago was like, eh, he was like not into it at all. And then he retired and got this new, new kind of like younger guy. And now he's like, okay, yeah, we're trying to get some local stuff. You know, he was just all about it. He's like, sure. Mm. And he was willing to work through those growing pains. And that's what it is. You're just going to be an obstacle for them until they figure out that the value that you provide is worth the extra effort to work with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I I was you're proud doing of myself good. You're though. Doing good. Yes. Thank you. I was proud that I was just like spitting facts about wholesale and, you know, not like from a salesy <laughs> standpoint, but from like a confident standpoint in what I do. Yeah. You know, yeah. and really kind of like this is, you know, like the rising costs and, mm-hmm. you know, just the quality and being able to serve them and like what benefits we have. So, um, you know, even just our local following is, sure. you know, I think will make it would make a huge difference. So mm-hmm. anyway, but that was my that was my oh, yesterday. My <laughs> it's OK. I really oh, I had like a tiny. Hard, yeah, yeah. I had a little quiver lip. A little salty, mm-hmm. and then I was like, mm-hmm. you know what, this is this is okay. So yeah, 
Aww. So keep chipping away, girl. I am. I'm like, give me times you keep telling me no. I'll keep coming (laughs) at it. I'm better after I slept. Yeah. I I went into my there's a there's a cook shop downtown and a couple other Mm -hmm. stores. And I was like, don't do retail therapy just because (laughs) you got shut down, you know? I was like, do not go in there. Yeah. Yeah. So well to uh so today we are gonna talk about the comparison trap. And so I think this is when I say yesterday happened and is kind of ties in. It's like, you know, Shan, we've talked before of just like mm-hmm. comparing myself to other people on social media mm-hmm. or, um, you know, a good example would be like if I'm comparing myself to you, like, oh, she's in 16 grocery chains. Mm-hmm. Well, for me to hit 16 grocery stores, I would have to travel like two hours. Yeah. And- oh, yeah not that's a great example of not knowing the other side of your story Mm -hmm. and that battle, you know? So I think, um, but it it was, um, so yeah. So today we just, I think whether you've been running your farm for a year or six years or 10 years or just life in general, it's so easy to compare with the social media Mm -hmm. world, I think puts it really a lot more into our face. Um, and it's just sort of a trap. So, um, yeah, we want to give you a little dose of some inspiration today to let you, you know, hear on our side of our journeys and give you mm-hmm. some tips to kind of avoid that comparison trap. So, cause I think, yeah, I think, yeah, I, even when we started farming, um, there was like less flower farms at, at the time. So even I, I do, I like really feel for the people starting farms now um, because we live in a world and, and our world is visual. That is the nature of it um, just because of what we do with um, with flowers, arranging, growing, all those things are so visual. So we're constantly bombarded with what everybody else is doing. And it's hard to remember that that truly is like just their highlight reel. And it's it, it, it's a battle, even for even for us. And so I really do feel for those people starting out because it has to feel completely overwhelming. And when we were starting out and making our mistakes six, seven years ago, we just didn't have all of that comparison happening. I mean, there was like on a little bit of a scale, but for me, it always felt like the farms that I was comparing myself were like so far ahead of me. It didn't even feel like I could even compare myself at the time. And so now with so many new people starting, I feel like it's easier than ever to fall into all of this. And really, it's just kind of, you know, develop, developing confidence in yourself and your farm over time that's going to try and help you um, just do better with that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the I did a few, few years ago now, it's probably been three years, I, I noticed that Uh, I do a Christmas business. I've done a Christmas business for like 15 years now. And so it was like everybody, every flower farm was doing one. And I, it was at Christmas time. I remember like scrolling through the feed and I'm like, I, now I'm not doing what felt like anything different. I'm doing nothing different. Mm -hmm. And so I went through and I stopped following accounts that I didn't feel like were giving me inspiration. I actually quit following like a fair amount of flower farms. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you're allowed to do that. Did you know you're allowed to unfollow people on social media? <laughs> it feels good when it you do. Feels- it feels hard. It feels like they're going to know, like get a notification I- that says like, <laughs> I know. Lindsay no longer wants to hear yeah. from you. Oh, I don't, I don't do a ton with analytics. Like I really don't. Mm-hmm. I do some. Um, I really did once Reels started. I kind of paid a little mm-hmm. bit more attention. But just recently I looked in at um, my – us unfollows. And when I post something like what we're talking about today, so mm-hmm. I would say this is more from a um, self-awareness standpoint, or mm-hmm. if it has anything to do, like not therapy, but just like self-care related, I get so many, yeah. unfo- so many unfollows. And I'm like, really? It's a, yeah. So it's, it, I, I'm like, oh damn, there was a spike. What was that? And I was like, oh, it's <laughs> talking about something real. Okay. Um, <laughs> And I'm not going to stop doing it. Yeah. I do not care. Right. It's who I. It's who I am to the core. Um, so mm-hmm. I, you know, it's it just was something. I was like, oh, okay. Well, that's that's an interesting interesting thing. But yeah. So as far as unfollowing people, I just I quit following a lot of farmers because I felt like what it was it was sort of unmotivating me. Like or yes, un, it was not as inspiring to me. Yes. Yeah. So and it can be draining almost. I mean, it could sure. like drain <laughs> could drain the life out of you when all you when when it feels like all you're doing is keeping your trying to keep your head above water. And we've all been there and there's even moments even in my days now where it's like, man, I am literally operating 10 minutes ahead of where I need to be. Um when you're in that kind of phase in your farm and all you do is see everybody else's highlights and everything. It it is hard. I mean, emotionally it really takes a toll on you and what we do is so physical. So it's like you're physically exhausted, you're emotionally exhausted. Um and it it really it 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 still affects us. It really makes you feel defeated like you just are never can never do enough. Mm-hmm. You're never going to catch up. You're never going to mm-hmm. be that. And I really do think, you know, even yeah, just talking about the grocery, it's like you don't know what is happening on the other side of that picture. And generally it's cropping out weeds and all the things that we don't want people to see. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, those, those, uh, moments when we're feeling like, like you just said, we're operating like 10 minutes ahead of where Mm -hmm. we, you know, it's like, I, I am, when you're in that space, scrolling only makes it worse. And I really have cut back. I, um, I'm really at this place in my business right now that I am kind of thinking about pulling back a little bit from Instagram. My Facebook mm-hmm. has a lot of really local, um, which is the complete opposite when I started. Um, yes. I just have a lot more local engagement on my Facebook page than I do my Instagram mm-hmm. right now. Um, and the changes with the reels, and I, I know we're probably going to have an entire episode around social media, mm-hmm. but um, it's one of those areas where I'm like, I always talk about life giving and kind of life taking from an energy standpoint. I'm like, what feels good in my life and what doesn't? And right now I'm like, I don't spend a ton of time on social media. And so Instagram therefore doesn't reward you as from a business yeah. with like exposure and followers. Um, yes. And, and it's, I don't really care about the followers to me. It's like, it's, I always say it's monopoly money until you convert mm-hmm. it, you know? So they're really yes. just like, 
looking at pictures and it's just fake money at this point, yes. you know, like there, there's nothing to it. Um, but it still can really pull you deeper into that comparison trap. If you're already feeling like rushed and defeated, that doesn't help usually. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, even for me, where I found myself getting lost is like, maybe I'm like, oh, what the, you know, what they, they have that blooming now. And how, you know, and what I don't realize is they're either not in my zone or we don't have the same climates, or maybe I'm seeing something come out of a tunnel, but really what I don't realize is that's a heated tunnel versus like my unheated tunnel. So I'm always like, man, how do they have that now, you know, and why don't I have it? So a lot of times, like I'm not even comparing apples to apples when I'm even doing that. And I think, and I, I like, I love Florette and what she does for flower farming. Um, but even when I first started, she was really on the rise as far as bringing awareness to flower farms. And I would like buy some seeds that she was growing and, but but I, I didn't even know why I was doing it, really. And then mm-hmm. none of that stuff worked for me. Mm-hmm. And then I felt defeated. And I'm like, well, what? I, I, why am I – I felt, you know, the imposter syndrome. I'm like, why, why do I think that I can do this? I can't even grow this. And really, I'm like, I should have just, just done what works for me in my farm. And, and her climate is completely different than mine, her growing season, her zone. I mean, so many things. I don't even know why I felt that I really could compare. Um, but a lot of times it's like, I'm not even, it doesn't even make sense to compare, but in your head, when you really get going, it's hard to slow that down. Um, and even talking about grocery, it's like for a while we were like, is it even something that we want to do? Cause I was looking at other people. I'm like, okay, they're doing grocery. That'd be a great outlet. But like, do we want even want that? And then, and so I had to really take a step back and think like, why are the reasons that we want to do grocery? Okay, well, we want to mo- try and move the business to more to a Monday through Friday. Okay, well then it fits in with the family plan. Like as our kids get older and we start having more things on Saturdays. So, but it really does. It's like, is what they're doing or what you're feeling envy of even fit into your life, your life plan, your business plan? So I think those are a lot of things to just consider when you are, feel yourself slipping into that. Mm -hmm. I, shocker, I don't follow Florette. I love her page. She's got beautiful stuff. Um, But in it, it's just, it was one of those things where it's same thing. I was like seeing all these other – and I pop in or look and because I love the beautiful sure. photos every once in a while. Yes. But I – it was one of those places where it was like, okay, this isn't necessarily fueling me. Um, yeah. But you're right. I I have – I'm in the place now with my business that I am cutting back what I grow, being very mm-hmm. intentional. And even this comparison trap like you're talking about, feeling like you need to grow everything or you need to grow all these yes. things. Um it's like, it's the same with the CSA. Maybe you don't want to do farmer's mm-hmm. markets. You're feeling like yeah. you have to do farmer's markets. You have to sell to florists. You have to do all these things. You have to do weddings. It's like, no, you don't. No. <laughs> yes. If it doesn't feel right to you to start out that way, um, mm. you don't have to do it. The My mom always says, don't should on yourself. You know, no shoulds. <laughs> no, don't should on yourself. Um, so Aww. it's a real... Uh, it's like, yeah, when I, when I hear myself doing that, it's like, okay, Lens, mm-hmm. like, let's put it, bring it back into perspective. So. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I think a lot of times like we're comparing like 
our chapter like one to somebody's chapter 12 and it's just like you I mean farming is like truly you can have like all of the formal education in the world but it really is like just so school of hard knocks I mean that's what people ask Jen like oh how did you guys learn all this I'm like by by making a lot of mistakes you know people say oh you grow so many beautiful flowers I could never do that and I'm like don't worry we kill a lot of flowers too so you know it's like but you don't see that and we don't want to present that um, mm-hmm. but it is like the reality of of what we do and so when you are scrolling you are comparing yourself it is just so important to remember that we're just you're just seeing literally like one percent of what's really going on in mm-hmm. that world at that moment yeah. and I think if you zoomed out and were able to see what was really happening you could feel a lot better and you know and feel more proud of the things that that you're doing on your own mm-hmm. yeah for sure and you know I think that Every just remembering too that you know we have a note here that says everyone's much cooler online and social media and just show the highlights than they are in real life. You know, it's like I don't know. I read that. I'm like, I don't know. I think I'm cooler in person than I am on social media. <laughs> I agree with that. Oh yeah, a little more spice. It took cool. me. It took me a long time to even feel comfortable being myself when I first started. Uh, the sure. business. I really, I operated everything, my website, my social media, um, from a we standpoint, who's we, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. me, it's me. And, and I wanted to feel bigger than what I was at the time. And I, I felt like sure. that was the right approach at the time. And then when I sort of stepped out of, um, that and just sort of put myself out on social media from a, a standpoint of just being real and being who I am. Um, I've actually had people message me and say, like, I really appreciate that you don't use filters. Like oh, when I'm on my yeah. stories, I'm like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Why would we do that? No. I I don't even know how to use them, Shannon. Like I don't – I you, know, like, you, you have to do it though. I have to do like the Kylie Jenner lip filter. <laughs> Be like, whoa, Lynn. looking good today, girl. Oh my god, yeah. <laughs> I even I don't know. I just so I know that there's a realness to social media that people appreciate, you know. So yes. when I actually just got out of my own head and mm-hmm. was just, I don't care. I don't rewatch stuff. I just post it. Like I don't. Yeah. I literally don't care. When I stopped caring and just showed up, that's when stuff started to kind of change for me. And mm-hmm. um you know, with, with my business. And I don't mean an online presence. I'm talking in my current business, you know, um, with, with people just not being afraid to really be seen, um, from that standpoint. So. Yeah. And I think if we're talking you find yourself in that scenario, you know, so okay, let's, let's say you're scrolling, I guess we can talk about some tips maybe about mm-hmm. how to just stop that, mm-hmm. um, and just quiet that, because, you know, for me, it's always just trying to use comparison for good, like being like, okay, wow, this is a really cool flower that I want to grow or put it on like a to research list, um, inspiration. But I feel like saying, okay, like I don't need to spend a lot of time over analyzing what's going on here, um, because I really don't know. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just gaining that awareness that 
this is just just one second in time and that I'm doing I'm still doing really 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 well and maybe mm-hmm. I grew like crap asters last year and I really wanted beautiful asters or what you know whatever but it's just um it's lots of little things like that and I just think having that awareness and that self-confidence is going to help like bring you out like you know give you give you a little slap across the face when you're starting to to spiral mm-hmm. downward with that yeah and I and the for like for me when it happens it's like okay I'm aware that this is going on and uh you know mm-hmm. most of the time I'm like <laughs> hungry you know, tired, Tired. (laughs) lonely. I don't know. There's like these emotions that are underneath of it that I'm like, oh, let's just pile on the shit while we're (laughs) at it, you know? Um, Yeah. But so it's like being aware, kind of naming that for myself of like, okay, this is whose, whose voice is that? Like, why are you doing that? Um, Mm. And you know, I finding something to refocus on, like finding a new, focus. And it really is not just something that happens naturally. You have to sort of, mm-hmm. I, I have to talk it out. Like you and I will text or yeah. I, I didn't text you yesterday when that happened. I, I was know. like, I was like, when you told me busy AF. <laughs> no, I wasn't <laughs> saving it. I wasn't. <laughs> you were just feeling defeated. Oh, I was, I was just like, I need to, I can work myself through this. I just, you yeah. know, I, I, I was able to kind of refocus it, but yeah, it's like, rewriting that thought, it takes effort to do that. You have to consciously come up with like, no lens, you're exactly Mm -hmm. where you're supposed to be. You can just keep after it, um, you know, and talking to myself that way. But, um, you know, the other part of this for me is that I, gratitude is something that is really helps me to Mm -hmm. not operate from a place of scarcity, but come from a place of I have enough. My business is enough. I am enough. Abundance. And, you know, I think gratitude is something that sounds really cheesy, but it is something that allows me to refocus that thought um, because, you know, it's not, it's not fake happy. It's just really having an appreciation for where I'm at, what's in my life, where, you know, it just refocuses it to me and coming from a place of, abundance. There's so much opportunity out there. You know, when we're in, when I'm in that comparison trap, it's like, oh my gosh, there's another flower farm that popped up or, um, you know, and it's like, Lens, stay in your lane. It's okay. Yeah. You know, they're they're not me. They yeah. are and I'm not them. They're gonna mm-hmm. have a unique following. They're mm-hmm. gonna grow different things than I am. Um, and so it's like it, it, it's all okay, but having that like moment of going back to like, yeah, I'm we're doing really well. Um, slowing down for me. A lot of times it's in the morning, mm-hmm. you know. Um I actually carry a uh, list. It's 25 ordinary joys. I have it in my wallet. And um, it's just simple things. It's stuff that's like not big, but it'd be like watching a sunset, having coffee on my back porch, Mm -hmm. um, tea, taking a bath, lighting a candle, you know, uh, talking with my family, like certain things that are just like little sparks of like good um, have, they really help me to refocus that, um, that negativity or that like draining comparison. And I think if you really do come from a place of like appreciation, like when I really sit down, like why are we, why am I focusing on like the one or two things that I feel like I don't have? 
And if I really look at what the farm has done over the last six, seven growing seasons, and I like took like step back and I felt like if I was looking at myself, I'd be like, wow, we've really done a lot. Um, and starting with like nothing. So I really do you have to have like that appreciation and just like, okay, like we're we've done a lot. We've done more than most. And I'm really proud of that. And I'm not gonna take these couple minutes and just even feel bad about myself. So I think using what we see for good instead of just constantly as another way to like beat up on ourselves is just is just so important. I really do. I think gratitude, appreciation, and just really having that confidence in yourself um, and having that why. It's like, why do we do this? You know, for us, it's like we do it so that we can have more time with our family. Well, you know, well, what I'm looking at doesn't look like having more time with my family. It looks like something different. So that doesn't fit into what I envision for myself. And I really do think like the beauty of farming, and this is why I love flower farming, because it can literally be like a quarter of an acre or it could be like 25 acres and it can be just one crop or it could be lots of different crops. You know, it can really be anything, anything that you want it to be. And when you really start honing in on what kind of farm you want to be, and you get comfortable in that, then I feel like it's it's just it just makes like a filter for all of the new info you're constantly going to be bombarded with, what other people are doing, who's on the scene. And really, like, even if you say like, okay, well, gosh, you know, this other new farm that popped up by me is doing X, Y, and Z. Um, what you don't know is that there's probably like three other farms behind them just waiting to pop up. So you really just like have to be like, okay, I have my own individual story, my own individual like struggles. I have my own individual wins, you know, my own reason why. And if you use that as a filter to filter through some of this information and just try and use what you're seeing for good, I think is, is just so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, that's so great because it's like, I, I know too, even with this, when you're talking about our, the why of what we do. Um, a lot of times that if we're not operating with our own why, it leads to burnout and mm-hmm. it, it leads to you chasing something that doesn't necessarily fuel you. And I hate to say that like the comparison trap comes down to like self-confidence, but it, it a lot of it does just being very secure in who you are as a business, as a, as a person. And, um, you know, so just I, I farm. Um, I farm by myself. I mean, I have a team of people, but like those sort of ups and downs. So it's really important for me to get rest. I limit my social media. Mm-hmm. I'm really trying to, um, you know, trying to work normal business hours. It's really important that my staff's not overworked for those same reasons. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I think that it's all of those things into one to sort of like help me, especially, especially the rest piece where it's like my Mm -hmm. mental state is just, I'm a better, I operate as a better business owner, boss, human being, friend, family member. When I am not my driving factor, driving why is not somebody else's reason, you know? So Mm -hmm. yeah. Focus on the good. Yeah. Focus on the strengths. (laughs) 
I don't know. It's a heavy, it's a heavy topic. It's not one that, you know, I think that I I just, uh, I really sincerely am, am being more intentional. And I, here's something that I've, I've noticed is that when you, after I left my full-time job and I had some other changes of things in my life and it's like when stuff feels good in general, you have more energy to deal Mm -hmm. with the things that don't. And it's like the awareness Mm -hmm. that comes up and it's like, oh, okay, this doesn't feel good. I need to let go of this. I stepped down from a farmer's market board and I don't quit. Like I don't quit. Mm -hmm. So for me to just step down, I'm like, it's not serving me anymore. This is really not Mm -hmm. something that was bringing me joy. It was pulling from energy for me and I stepped down. It was hard for me to do, but I was able to recognize like, okay, this is not, why am I doing this? I kind of had this inner dialogue with it, but it's like, you will see that in other areas of your life. When you cut out things Mm -hmm. that just aren't serving you anymore, um, it gives you a lot more energy to deal with the things that are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think, and when we're not being drained by what everyone else is doing, we can really have a clearer focus on the things that are like moving the needle in our own businesses. And And maybe it's not you know, the newest flower, you know, that someone else is growing. Um, but it's going to be like connecting with your customers, creating raving fans, doing all the things that are going to keep them coming back for you. So I really do think, you know, having that confidence in what you're doing and using comparison to fuel you instead of drain you is just, is just the best and and a lot of rest. I mean, what we do is, is, is exhausting in a lot of different ways. And I guess our hope, is that you don't let comparison be one more thing to exhaust you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. We all do it. You are not alone. Um, yeah. Listen to this on repeat when you're having a crappy day. I'll probably listen to it. We you will know? too. It's just like, yes. Yeah. It's like we are, we yeah. still do it. I still, we're human. Yeah. Like it's a very, mm-hmm. we're, like we started out by saying it's a very visual world. So just hang in there. We'll, mm-hmm. you'll get through it. Yeah. All right. Um, thank you again so much for joining us. I really, really hope that you found a lot of value today. I know I did. I I just love talking through these things with you, Lindsay. And a lot of times we have a a little bit of an outline, but we really do get to freestyle and it always feels like these episodes are just like even a little bit of reminders for us too, because in a lot of ways we're, you know, walking along right right alongside you guys and all of your struggles. And I guess that's, you know, our number one goal here is just to be real with you and share our own struggles, highs, lows, all those things. So I really, really do hope you found a lot of value. So thank you so much for joining us. If you have not subscribed to the show, please take a second and stop right now. Head over to our show page and make sure you hit the subscribe button. That will let you get notifications when we have a new episode. We are weekly now, so you every Friday you can find an episode. Some We try to say we have short ones, but somehow we're always at the 30 plus minute. <laughs> so I, we, we've gotten a lot of, a lot of um, good feedback from you and it's been really, really wonderful doing this. So um, we're meeting so many of you also over on our Instagram page at Dirt on Flowers. So if you have uh, farming friends on Instagram, please, please, please share our page with them. 
give us a shout out. We are so grateful for the love that you give us weekly. All right, guys. Thanks so much for joining us for another episode. We'll see you the same time, same place next week. 